0: No, I'm not Doug. Better looking. That's what he would say. Lance, because of our ongoing deal with Doug and time, if I get anywhere close to running as long as Doug, just jump up and start waving. okay? Because we can't have, let that happen. So, in carrying on with uh, Charlie's comments this morning, None of self and all of the. That song starts off, as Charlie said, all of self and none of the, and progresses. And we're going to start with the end inside. If you have your Bibles with you this morning, or your tablet, or your iPhone, or whatever you use for reading the Bible, we're going to be in Matthew 25 and uh, we're pretty much going to be all over Matthew 25 and I'm going to try not to read but you're welcome to as I summarize and probably we'll get some of it wrong Um, you can read along but we're going to start with the end in sight so we're not going to start at the first of Matthew 25 we're going to start down in 31 through 46 okay and we'll be talking about The judgment there. So, we have Jesus speaking and He's he's saying when the Son of Man comes in His glory and He is sitting on His throne, all the nations will be gathered before Him. And He's going to separate them like a shepherd, right? The sheep from the goats. And you've heard the story. He's going to say, Come, you who are blessed of the Father. For when I was hungry, you gave me to eat. When I was thirsty, you gave me to drink. I was a stranger and you invited me in. I was naked and you clothed me. I was in prison and you visited me. And the righteous will answer how? But Lord, when did we see you? When did we do these things? What's he say? To the very least of these that you have done, you have done this unto me. And then on the left, he's gonna to come to him and he's gonna say, Oh, but when I needed something to eat, you you didn't give it to me. When I needed something to drink, you didn't give it to me. When I was a stranger, you didn't invite me in. When I was in prison, You didn't come see me. When I was naked, you didn't clothe me. And what are they going to say? But Lord, when did we see you? When did we do these things to you? But when you did not do to the least of these, you did not do it unto me. The end in sight. You know, here at Taylor Street, we do a tremendous job of providing For the least of these, if someone is in need in this congregation, is that need going to be met? Amen. And twofold, threefold, fourfold. We're going to meet that need. We're going to provide. Right? We do that. We do it well. The end in sight. The judgment. Right or left. Right? We provide. We take care of that need. We do very well, right? Let's go back up a little bit. We know we've got to be prepared. The very first of this chapter, the ten virgins. Going out to meet the bridegroom. Some of them take their lamps and they take extra oil. Some of them take their lamps, no extra oil. While they're waiting, they sleep, it takes a little while. Lamps start running out of oil. And then it's here the bridegroom come. Come to the feast. Oh well, ones that didn't take the extra oil running out, go to the ones that did, say, Hey, give us some extra oil. They said no, no. We prepared, we've got our oil. You go buy some from the market. Well, while they're out buying oil from the market, what happens? Come and enter into my joy. And those that were prepared, enter in. And those that weren't, come back and say, Lord, my Lord. And how does he respond? I don't know you. Weren't prepared. Okay, remember, we started with the end in sight, right? We know we do a good job of that. And we've come up. We know we have to be prepared. Then what's next? Talents. Story so many people know, right? Master's going away. Before he leaves, he gives to one servant five talents, gives to another servant two talents and gives to the third servant one talent. And it says in there, if you're reading along and you're looking and you don't know the story, that he gives to each one the measure of their ability. Okay? Of their ability. He doesn't say, I'm going to give this one to this one and this one to this one, just randomly. He gives of their ability. So we know that they had the ability, each one of them, as the measure was given. And he comes back, and many of you know the story. And he wants an account. And the one with five talents comes to him and says, See, Master, I have five more. Here you are. What does he say to that servant? He says, Well done, good and faithful servant. You have entrusted you with a little... And you have multiplied it, and I will entrust you with much. Matter of fact, I believe the word all is in there. The next servant comes in and says, See, Master, you gave me two talents. Here are two more. Well done, servant. I have entrusted you with much, and I will entrust you with more. The servant that had one talent. He was afraid of the master. He went and buried the talent. He brought it back. said, here master, here's your talent. I know that you reap where you do not sow. And I was afraid. So here is your talent. I've kept it safe. And what's the master say? Oh, you wicked servant. You know that I reap where I don't sow. You should have taken this and put it in the bank so that it would have earned interest and I would have had it on my return. Didn't do according to his ability. But what's he say then? Should be happy, right? He got his talent back. He got what was his. No. He knew he reaps where he doesn't sow. cast him out. And there will be gnashing of teeth and weeping. Ends in sight. We know what it looks like. It's coming up next. We've already been there. Reads where he doesn't sow. Jesus says in Matthew 9. That the harvest is plenty. But the workers are few. We know the end is in sight. And Jesus says, "If you did this to the least of means, you the least of these, you have done it unto me. If you failed to do it to the least of these, you failed to do it unto me." How does this relate to the talents? And being prepared, the ten virgins? We have to be prepared. We have to multiply for the Lord. He has given us in what is His. And we do to the least of these, but if we take that which God has given us, and we don't do anything with it, Where are we going to be on the day of judgment? Now, we do a wonderful job at Taylor Street of taking care of people's needs. We know that. We've talked about that. We amen that. I'll tell you something else. In Luke 18, there was a young man who did very well by the law. He asked Jesus, what must I do to be saved? And Jesus said, well, you've got to keep the commandments. You've got to keep the law. He laying them off. The young man said, Touch down. I've done that since my youth. woo I'm in. End in sight. Jesus says, oh, wait a minute. Now, whoa. He told him, keep the law. We're still under the law at that point, right? And the man said, What I do? I have kept the law. He said, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. That was too easy for you, evidently. You kept the law. You did the easy stuff. Now go sell everything you've got and give to the poor. And come. This is the key part, come and follow me. As you know the rest of the story, the rich young ruler. He went away sad. Why? Couldn't do it. Couldn't give up everything he had and follow Christ. He couldn't go none of self and all of thee. Charlie started it this morning. I'm just going to finish it. We do the end stuff very well. Good and faithful servant, come on in because you did to the least of these. We serve well. We take care of needs. But I want to ask you this, how many people this week did you meet that had a need that you took care of? All of them. Physical needs? All of them. I would venture to say that's true in this current case because we do that very well. How many people this week did you meet that had a spiritual need? that needed to know about Jesus Christ, that needed to know about the salvation that exists for them, that can free them from this worldly problems that they have, that can free them from all of self. We have got to get out there, and we've started, but we've got to continue. We've got to get out there and talk to people and tell them about the Word of God about the salvation, about the blood of Jesus Christ. We have opportunities every day. And don't think I'm standing up here telling you to do this, because as always, this lesson probably starts right here. I have opportunities every day. I have friends that don't know about Jesus Christ. And if they do know about Jesus Christ... They know in passing. They don't know about the family. They don't know about the joy that you can have of coming in here and sitting with your brothers and sisters in Christ and worshiping God and praising Him. They don't know that this is the beginning, not the end. Amen? This is all of self and none of thee. This won't last. Charlie's already read it. Faithful. I'm going to be resurrected with him. I'm going to be born in the likeness of Christ. This is temporary. But while it is temporary, God has given us a job to do and it's not just the easy stuff. It's not just easy stuff. The rich young ruler but may not be easy to us and we've heard many lessons on it that it's not easy to keep the law but he did. And he said he'd been faithful in it. And Jesus said okay but now follow me. Give up what you have. Well I'm here to tell you it's easy to take care of the physical stuff because it's in front of us. It's easy to do. Because if somebody has a need and we can accomplish it, guess what? We're going to take care of it. But it's hard to go and talk to them about Christ Jesus. shouldn't be. shouldn't be hard. But we make it hard. There are people in this community, there are people that we see on a daily basis that need to know about Jesus Christ. They need to be brought into this family, and you can do that. in John 4 verses 32 to 38 you'll know the story preceding this is the woman at the well and Jesus goes to her and says you're talking about water I'm talking about eternal life and this lady she goes back you know the story to tell the folks in town. And the part of this story that kind of gets missed is the disciples come back to Jesus and say, you need to eat something. You hadn't eaten. You need to eat. You need your strength. Jesus replies to him, I have meat that you don't know about. You got no idea. And he goes on to say, the harvest is ready. And he that reaps receives wages and gathers fruit unto eternal life that both the sower and the reaper may enjoy together. He said 9, Matthew 9, the harvest is ready. The laborers are few. How does this relate to 25? And we're talking about the talents. He who was given five, what did he do? Multiplied it. He reaped two, the same thing. One, no. Just what was given him. He gave it back. And in that verse, we hear the Master say, you knew that I reap where I do not sow. You knew it. So why didn't you do for me and increase it? We're called to do that. We're called. None of self and all of thee. To be crucified with Christ. To be reborn with Him. It's not just the easy things. It's not the things that are in front of us every day. It's easy to take care of. He calls us to go into the world teaching all nations and baptizing in the name of the Son, the Father, and the Holy Spirit. Matthew 28. And He will be with us unto the end. In Matthew 5. Matthew 5, if you want to turn over I'm going to wrap up. I won't be in 25 anymore. 13 to 16. Now, before we get to 13 and 16 again, to end in sight, right? You can back up a little bit and read. He's going to talk about, blessed are they. You've heard them. There's been lessons on it. Blessed are they that do this. Blessed are they that do that. Right? We do a lot of those things. But let's get to the end. The end in sight. None of self and all of thee. After all that, he says You are the salt of the earth. But if the salt loses its flavor, it should be cast out and trodden. It's worthless. You are the light of the world. But you don't hide that light in the corner. Or put a, as we call in the, in the lesson, you know, under a bushel. You put that light up so that it can shine and provide benefit to the whole house. So let your light shine in 16. So let your light shine that all may see your good works, and glorify your Father who is in heaven. So let your light shine that all may see your good works and glorify the Father who is in heaven. We are called to do more than what is easy. We are called to put him first. None of self and all of thee. I'm going to challenge you. Not just this week. I'm going to challenge me. Not just this week. There are people that we see in this community on a daily basis. There are people that we know. We know that they need the Lord. We know that they need this family. This fellowship. We know that they need salvation. And not only do we know that, but we are called by God to do that. Not just easy stuff. Let your light shine multiply the talents. Give to God what is His so that we will be prepared in that judgment. And He comes and says, did you do these things? The least of these that you did, you did for me. That's the end in sight. But in all of these things, He says, we have to spread His Word And to let our light shine to others so that they will come to know Him. If you have a need this morning, we're here. We'll pray for you. We have elders that are available to pray for you in private. If you have a public need and want to come down this morning, we'll pray for you up here. If you have heard the story of Christ, and you haven't responded, and you need to come into His goodness and to profess none of self and all of thee, then you can come this morning. Whatever your need, if there is one, come as we stand and we sing.